You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be discussing Oscar Shibway and Chris Livingston, taking a dive into the NBA Draft Combine, and then a rumor out there that Oscar Shibway if he returns to college, it could be somewhere besides Kentucky. I don't believe the rumor, and I'm going to talk about it to you today. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky uh, your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, would really appreciate it if you subscribe to the show. If you're listening on podcasts, would appreciate it if you followed and left a review there as well. So let's go ahead and get into it. We'll start here with the speculation, with the rumor surrounding Oscar Shibway. Currently going through the NBA draft process has been for a couple of weeks now. Based on the way that you and I have watched this process unfold, I want to preface what I'm about to say here, this rumor. I want to preface it by saying you and I have seen this play out without a lot of discussion or rumor or conversation surrounding Shibway, what he's saying, what he's doing, other than what he's been displaying on social media, which is just getting people to engage, getting people to follow along in this process as he walks through the combine. We've not heard a lot of speculation about whether or not he's considering coming back to Kentucky more or if he's considering staying in the NBA draft more. Everything that we've talked about has been either reporting, surrounding different players that could come to Kentucky and then therefore kind of leave Sheepway out to dry, or it's been pure speculation of random things people are saying on the internet and then trying to dispel that for the most part. This right here is a rumor that I think has substance to it because of the source that it comes from, but at the same time, I really don't think that we should be taking and putting any sort of stock into this uh, into this conversation here outside of what we're going to talk about today. So I'm not going to talk about this unless it happens or is happening uh, here a couple of weeks from now. According to Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, SB Nation wrote an article about this as well if you want to go check it out over there. Uh, Shibway has had multiple colleges express interest in him through back channels, meaning if you were going to make a return to college, they have reached out and said, hey, We've got NIL opportunities. We'd be interested in having you transfer and come play here, um, yada, yada, yada. I trust Kyle Tucker's reporting. I don't think that that's false. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying, oh, it's a rumor and, and the guy's an idiot. I'm saying that there does not seem to be a lot of substance because nothing up until this point has suggested that this is going to happen over the other two options, which is either him staying in the draft or him coming back to Kentucky. I want to read the direct quote here from Kyle Tucker. Word is multiple college programs have already been back-channeling to express interest in a major NIL opportunities for Sheebway. While that seems ominous for Kentucky, here's the good news. The big man loves UK and has repeatedly told staff members he wants to be back in, Lexing back in Lexington, if not the draft. And there you go. That's kind of what we want to leave it at here today. Oscar Sheepway, I don't think he's leaving Kentucky to go somewhere and play college ball elsewhere. I think he's either staying in the draft or he's coming back to Lexington. Kyle Tucker, pretty straightforward with that as well. Um, again, I'm not saying that the that the uh, 
the the comment here from Tucker is is stupid or inaccurate. I'm just saying if we're looking at this compared to the other options and Tucker based on his writing seems to agree with this based on his sources, if we're looking at the other two options that Shibe has, they seem significantly more likely um, than him leaving Lexington. Uh, Shibwe has voiced as much during his playing career about how much he loves Kentucky, about how much he loves uh, everything going on here from the fan base to the players to the environment. Everything has been incredible for him. And also, Kentucky has hooked him up with some pretty sweet NIL deals as well, if I'm not mistaken. It's a great place for him to be. And we've discussed here the pros and cons on the show about whether or not Shibwe leaving or staying is a good or a bad thing. I think personally it's better for him right now for him, not for Kentucky, but for him to stay in the draft. We did a whole episode on it. We talked about pros and cons. We talked about why I think it's beneficial for him financially long-term relative to what he could be earning at Kentucky, even if he doesn't play basketball. That's just my personal opinion. If he does come back, it's not a bad thing. I want to be very clear. Not a bad thing if Sheepway comes back. Um, but if he does return to college, it's not going to be at North Carolina or at some random school, at some random SEC school um, either. So, just kind of put that to bed. The second thing I want to talk about here with Oscar Sheepway is his NBA draft combine measurements and statistics. I believe Tristan Ferris wrote something about this. Uh, there are probably several other sources out here as well. I just copy and post and post most of them into my Google Doc for the show. Uh, but Sheepway, uh, first thing I want to note here, and I think this is actually what Tristan Ferris at Tristan UDA on Twitter, one of the friends of the program, mentioned uh, in his tweet, Sheepway took some threes during his uh, his stats at the Combine. He was 12 of 25. Um, that is 48% uh, from the field, if I'm not mistaken, shooting threes. That's very good. That's very good for a kid that we did not see, kid, I said, man, that we did not see shoot a ton of threes, even in practice uh, videos. Um, we, we got to see a little bit last year. We talked about it, hyped it up, and then came to the conclusion, hey, it's not happening. Uh, and then it didn't happen. And uh, I'm curious to see if that's something that scouts latch onto, if something if that's something that some teams that may want to draft him focus on. I, I would love to see the footage. I've not seen it out there of Shibwe taking those shots because I want to see if they were not just uh, spot up and shoot, if they were maybe like a little bit off the move, maybe some of them off the dribble. If for a guy that is um, at his measurements, which we'll get to here in a second, uh, he should be expected to be a little bit more versatile than what he displayed in his college game. Was that the system at Kentucky? I guess we'll find out if Shibway gets drafted. So the measurements here. His height is something that I thought was very interesting. Six, eight, and a quarter. Kentucky has been starting a kid that is, I say kid again, a man that is six, eight at center for the past two seasons. You may say that's an awful, terrible thing. And on defense, it was at times. But the fact that he was able to do what he did from a rebounding standpoint and from a, an aggression standpoint in the paint, that is very impressive uh, for Oscar Shibwe at 6'8", uh, to be able to go out there and enforce his will uh, so often uh, in the paint for Kentucky. Very impressed with that. His weight, 253.6 pounds, wingspan of 7'3", hand length is 10.25 uh, inches, his standing reach is 9, uh, his pro lane time was the second slowest in the NBA draft combine, 12 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, his 3-4 sprint was 332. His vertical was 32 inches. His standing vert is 29 inches. Um, not terrible numbers there. Again, the height is the thing that's concerning for me. 
And this is something that some of you commented about. Some people online have talked about. Some friends that I have in person have discussed. If Shibwe is going to play at the next level, because of his height, he almost makes more sense as a power forward. He almost makes more sense as a four uh, for whoever may want to get him. And I've gone back and forth on this because of the lack of versatility that we've seen from him and the struggles on top of that that he already had at the collegiate game, the collegiate level, I should say. But if he's out here shooting as well as he did at the uh, draft combine, then I don't see why, if that's developed, he can't be uh, a four-man that's just really good at rebounding and really good at three-point shooting. That could be possible. I said really good. I mean, he could end up being like a 37, 36% type of guy, and that would still be really good for a guy that didn't shoot threes in college. So we'll have to see. If you've got any thoughts on Oscar Sheepway as a draft prospect coming back, um, going somewhere else in college, if you've got any thoughts on that as well, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. Before I get to Chris Livingston, what we're seeing out of him, what we're hearing out of his camp, I'm a little confused by it, but I think at the end of the day, I mean, if if he's confident in what he's doing, then you got to let him rock. Before we dive into that, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. We've been talking about them quite a bit recently. If you've not been listening, Built Bar is one of the best, if not the best, protein bar out there on the market. They taste really, really good, and on top of it, they're really good for you. They're not just like something that you can take pre- or post-workout, which is something that I do, but they're also uh, something that you can replace snacks or candy bars with. The thing about Built Bar, outside of the fact that they're covered in 100% real chocolate, is they have a ton of different flavors that you can choose from. Personal favorites here on the show are cookies and cream, salted caramel. Uh, you can look at the macros on these things. They're great as well. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein and these things. Not only does Built have the bars, but they've also got puffs, which are similar to the bars, except the fact that they've got marshmallow on the inside, a protein-infused marshmallow, the first of its kind, I might add. Churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, churro puff, brownie batter puff, coconut puff, double chocolate bar, cookies and cream as well. I mean, there's so many different flavors that you can check out over at Built.com. Again, that's Built.com. And if you can't get to Built.com, which I don't understand why you wouldn't. You're watching this show on the internet. You could be able to open a tab right now and check out the uh, check out the stuff that they got going on over at Built. You can always check these bars out over at Walmart or Sam's Club. If you go to Walmart, you get a four-bar box. If you go to uh, Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box of brownie batter puff, churro puff. Again, excellent taste, really good for you. I love them. You should too. You should check them out. And once you do, hit me up. Tell me how you like them. All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky Lance Dahl, hanging out here with you. Oscar Shibwe will be participating, wow, look at me go, in the NBA Draft Combine scrimmages. Chris Livingston will not. Apparently, he has decided that he will be a draft pick, uh, confident in that, and he is going to step away from playing in the scrimmages. Uh, I don't really see the reason he would step away from participating if the expectation was that he was going to return to college. The only thing, the only thing I could think would be a reason for that is because he doesn't want to get hurt. It's just a game he could get hurt in or scrimmage he could get hurt in. Uh, that doesn't really make much sense. So it looks like Chris Livingston is staying in the NBA draft. 
Probably going to talk about this a little bit more at length on another show here at some point in the next couple of days. But um, oh, speaking up before I continue, and I hate to break the the break the um, the the pace here. One of you guys asked about Trey Johnson. Kentucky made the top six for him. Big time shooting guard, five star shooting guard that Kentucky's looking at right now. That's going to be the main topic on tomorrow's episode. So if you want to check that out, please stick around, subscribe, follow on podcast wherever you're listening. That's going to be our topic tomorrow. We're going to dive into that. So. Again, Chris Livingston, probably staying. That's just the reality of it. That's kind of what I've assumed for the most part throughout this process. I've assumed that Reeves would likely be the one that was staying. Livingston would be the one that was going. At one point, there were rumors out there that it was like 50-50 as to whether or not he was going to stay or go. But this decision um, continues to make it more clear, I think, in my mind, that this is what he's going to end up doing. Uh, Tristan Ferris, again, friend of the program, at Tristan UDA on Twitter, said Livingston and Clutch are confident that his NBA-ready measurements and interviews will put him in the guaranteed contact, contract range, aka the top 45 of the NBA draft. Look at the uh, at the measurements here uh, for Chris Livingston at the NBA draft combine. Six foot seven, 219 pounds. He's got a 6'11 wingspan. His hand length is eight and a half inches, which is just drastically different than Oscar Sheebway. It's not a bad thing. Uh, his standing reach is eight, uh, eight point or 8.5. His prone lane time is 11.65. That's a top 10 slowest uh, out of the players at the combine. His 3-4 sprint is 3.27. His standing vertical is 30 and a half inches. His vertical overall is 37. And then uh, Livingston also hit 12 of 25 threes uh, during his time at the combine. So 48%. Both these guys shooting really well. It's so interesting to me how Kentucky has sometimes players come out of the draft um, or come out of the program into the draft and they just succeed after not showing a ton of crazy promise at Kentucky. That's just kind of been how it is. You get prospects in. Sometimes they don't play a lot. They get to the next level. They shine. Uh, Sometimes they're starters and you don't expect them to do a whole lot of the next level and then they just do really, really well. Chris Livingston could very well be one of those dudes where he doesn't show a lot in college. He doesn't shoot particularly well. Um, He shows flashes at times of what he could be. And then you get him into the NBA. You get him in a system. You get him with some new coaches, some some guys that can develop him further. Keep in mind, this is still a very young kid. Um, You're going to see some players blossom sometimes whenever they don't show a lot in college. And I think Livingston like Tristan mentioned, has the NBA measurements, I think as far as mentality, the way he carries himself. We've talked about it here. This has to be the third or fourth time we've talked about this on the show. Um, As far as the way he's handled himself in post-game interviews, um, phenomenal. Great. Very professional. Love it. I think that NBA scouts and people that are talking with him uh, will love it as well. There's confidence to be had here. If this is what he wants to, if this is the decision he wants to make, and this is what he he wants to step up to the plate with, I don't see why you know it's a terrible decision. Um, I think that Livingston would probably benefit from stick sticking it out, seeing seeing if he can get that top forty five uh, rank there in the in the in the draft, and then um, you you think about what he could do if he came back to Kentucky. I've said this probably a dozen times on the show at this point. I mean. Look at next year's roster, and 
I think that there's room for Chris Livingston in a smaller role. And I just don't know if that smaller role gives him opportunities to even statistically or on tape show that he has had major improvement or even slight improvement to get him to where he wants to be in the draft process next season. And it all comes down to the fact that I think next year's scoring, next year's ball handling, next year's distribution of the basketball is going to be more balanced than it has been uh, in seasons past. So if you've got any thoughts on Chris Livingston, if you've got any thoughts on Oscar Shebway, anything going on with the Kentucky Wildcats, you can leave that in the comments below. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lance, or Locked On UK, rather. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance underscore. You can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Questions, comments, concerns, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.